One of the challenges we all face when we're delivering presentations is that we just talk too quickly and we keep talking. We never pause, we never draw breath or anything like that. So in this episode of the podcast, I've got a great guest who is going to share with you ways in which you can control the timing of your presentation delivery, the power of the presentation pause. Hey everybody, welcome to the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. We've reached episode number 242 and we're uh, closing in on the end of 2022. This is going out in the middle of November. So don't forget, um, I'm really looking for some thoughts and feedback on what you would like from the podcast going into 2023. I've got some thoughts and ideas around that. If you want to send me anything, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk or contact me on LinkedIn and just give me a bit of feedback on the sort of things that you would like to hear on this podcast, because it's all about helping you deliver better presentations, more confident presentations, and using sales techniques and skills to make the most of those presentations. And that's what I kind of do as well. So if you ever need any help with a key presentation or some or a presentation skills training session for your team, then do get in touch, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk, because I think increasingly those two key skills, presentation skills and sales skills, the more you can pull them together, the more successful you're going to be. And that's exactly what I can help you achieve. Now, in this week's episode, or this episode, number 242, Alan Carroll. Alan is an education psychologist, and Alan's going to talk to you about the power of the pause. And he's going to, all the way through the podcast, he will show you how that works. So at some point, there will be a pause. It's only a second or two. So don't think you've lost the podcast. It's Alan demonstrating the technique to you. And it's a really important technique. And Alan's going to talk to you about how you can use that technique to control the timing of your presentation and how it makes a difference between you and me and everybody else kind of moving from being that amateur presenter, if you like, to being a professional presenter and speaker. And he talks about the small transitions and the small changes that you need to make to enable you to bridge that gap and stand out as a presenter. So it's a fascinating insight using his educational psychologist background as well. So it's really going to, I think you're going to really enjoy this. And it gives you an opportunity to put into practice immediately everything Alan's going to share with you. So let's go over and say hello to Alan. Alan, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank you very much, Trevor. I'm excited to be here and share some interesting things I think would be valuable to your audience. Great stuff. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Alan, and uh, then we'll get stuck into a few ideas. Well, going back in going back in history, we're looking at my education. It would be the psychology domain. I have my license in psychology, and I'm interested in psychology because there's a there's a part of me that always wondered, is there anything more than what I'm experiencing now? And it appeared that psychology was the pathway that allowed me to explore those, those thoughts. And so for the last 50 years, I've been able to take the psychology, I call it transpersonal psychology, into corporate America and corporations around the world to transform people's ability to get control of their ability to speak while they're speaking. We call that mindful, spacious speaking. Great stuff. Well, that you know, that's that's the uh, that's the topic for today, and that's clearly, 
you know, for our audience of this podcast, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be fascinated by what we're going to talk about today. So just tell us a little bit about, you know, how that how that sort of progressed with you and where, and, you know, and how you utilize it at the moment and what, what, what sort of work you do with people. Well, I'm in the, the transformation business. So that's the business of getting out of the the suffering that people experience when they speak because they're very much on display in front of the audience and they're, you know, they don't want to be rejected and look like a fool. And so there's a lot of tension and anxiety there. And so what I was able to do is take the the tools that I've learned and work with folks on the stage. So they begin to get control of the one skill that really transforms their ability. And that's the ability to control the, the timing. So tell us, tell us what you mean by the timing, Alan. Imagine soap bubbles. You're blowing soap bubbles and there's bubbles in the air. And so when you speak, imagine you're blowing sound bubbles and you're blowing sound bubbles in the air. Right. And and the soap bubble disappears and the sound bubble disappears. Disappears where? Disappears into the empty space between the sounds. Okay. Most people ignore that, but if you can if you can consciously create why you're speaking the empty space, then you control the timing of your speaking. And nobody controls the timing of their speaking because they're too busy speaking for the ego, and the ego is not interested in the timing. So are you talking about the pace of speaking effectively? Are you talking about speaking too fast or too slow? Or just so just so listeners fully understand what you, what you mean by this. You're talking about the... The, the, the average person, 125 words per minute. Right. They speak. We're talking 75 words per minute speaking. Right. To have that ability to change the gears of your speaking. Right now, people are at fourth gear when they speak. Boom, 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 boom. They're in a pattern. You want to be able to stop that pattern and move the gear down to the third gear, the second gear. And finally, Trevor you're able to control the speed right the delivery of your speaking in first gear and that's about 75 words per minute so that's what i mean by controlling the timing because it's real important because you got to understand who you're speaking for you're speaking for your ego and you're trying to get out of the ego which causes the suffering and so this is a this is a vehicle that you can get out of your the suffering caused by the thoughts inside your head it's 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 available to everybody. And do do you think there, Alan, there's a connection then between feeling anxious and nervous about speaking and and effectively speaking at as you say in fourth gear from the word go because your anxiety and your nervousness is forcing you almost at that point to go too fast. Well, when when you speak, you you ag- you agitate. If I'm going to agitate. I'll just agitate. I'm speaking. I'm agitating the air. I'm blowing air out. I'm vibrating bubbles. But when I stop speaking. Right. The agitation disappears. Okay. So when I speak, I get agitated and nervous. But when I pause and take that breath, it reduces the agitation and gets me in present time. So if I was if I was concerned about being nervous, I would be I would focus on being able to get control of the of the breath. Because the breath will is the it is the instrument that will reduce the tension. But you can't take the breath unless you have the thought inside your head. Hey, Alan, Trevor, stop speaking about whatever you're speaking about and tell your body to take a breath. 
but you don't have that thought because <laughs> you're too busy thinking about what you have to say, not how do you manage the instrument that's doing the same. Right. Um, and you got to be able to stop. On this podcast, we've often talked about the power of the pause. Is that is that something you find that, with, with as you say, with the amateur speakers, they find it very difficult to, to, to pause, not necessarily to slow down, but just to use the pause as a way of halting the halting this presentation, giving the audience a gap to fill almost? I laugh because it's the, it's the cornerstone of the transformation process. Right. Because when you, when you pause, you are stopping the automatic flow of thought. The goal is you want to manage the thoughts that you think. That's mukti. That's liberation of the mind. But people can't manage the thoughts that they think that that's too out there. That's too metaphysical. But if I can't manage the thoughts that I think, I can at least manage the thoughts that I speak. And if I can manage the thoughts that I speak, I tame the tongue of the ego. And when you can tame the tongue of the ego, you then you then are no longer under the grip of the ego, which causes the suffering. And that's the power of the pause. And most people are oblivious to the fact that there's a space pause between this sound and this sound and if you can if you can practice taking that pause that space at any time when you speak and, and just, just to complete that thought and what the pause is is the fifth element earth air fire water and space space is the fifth element and it's the metaphysical element that we're creating in the physical reality by consciously creating a space between the thoughts that I speak gives you freedom, gives you freedom. Woo! You're no longer in a reactive mode. Your physical body is relaxed. And that is, that's the power of the pause. Alan, you talked about, you know, amateur uh, speakers and professional speakers. And obviously, you know, the, you're, you're clearly identifying a quite a significant difference between the two. You bet. There's only one difference, but there's it's a big difference, but yeah. there's only one difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, one controls the timing and wood doesn't. So if I was to observe a professional speaker or, you know, a great leader in action, what would I what, would I notice this immediately if I thought about like would I notice that they start in first gear? rather than in fourth gear and hope to get to first gear? Would, I, would, I, would it be so obvious in those first 15, 20 seconds that they are very much delivering this in a very different way? Absolutely. Either, either the instrument is grounded or the instrument is not grounded. When you watch, for example, Bill Clinton was the president of the United States a while back. And there was a videotape of him at the memorials celebration for the soldiers. There were two generals and Bill Clinton. The first general came up and started to talk right away. Second general came up, started to talk right away. Bill Clinton came up. He paused, took a breath, and then began to talk. The control of the timing in the very first sentence. And, and because you control the timing, you control the, the thoughts inside your head, which is telling you, Alan, get your body under control, ground your body, anchor it, make sure you look here, you can use your hands, how do you want to frame the next thought that you want to speak, 
Oh, bring in a little extra oxygen. Take that breath while you're up here. Good, good, good. Relax your body. And then when you're ready, anchor and fire your thought. But most people don't have the time to do that because they're too busy. <laughs> I think people go really fast. That fourth gear, as you describe, because I, one of my perceptions is that they are thinking they are going to run out of time. Therefore, they've got to go quickly to get it all in. Yeah, that's one of the uh, that's one of the amateur things that you would see. An amateur speaker yeah. is uh, like spray and pray kind of thing. I'll, I'll spray as much data as I can in as short a period of time as I can. I'll saturate the space and I hope something sticks. Um, versus, so what is the pain that the customer has? I'm the doctor who has 45 minutes to stand in front of this customer, understand their pain, take a look at how my solution is the medicine, I hope, that will heal that pain. And then I start the conversation with, let me see if I understand you're concerned about this, this, and this. So if I could show you today what my organization can do, are you willing to go to the next step in the sales cycle? And that communicates to the customer right off the bat that you understand my pain. Um, and if you don't communicate that, then, hey, you know, and most salespeople, uh, hi, I'm Alan, and today we're going to be talking about this and the purpose of this, and I have my three points are boom, boom, boom. Let's move <laughs> into the first point they're going to be talking about. There's not that second slide, which is, I call it the WIFM slide, what's in it for me? So you got to get right, you got to get the audience to look at you and see you as valuable. Uh, and you got to communicate value from the get-go. And at least, and, you, and part of that value, Trevor, is the value of your communication. Is your communication clear? Are you articulate? Is the instrument grounded? Are you present? Are you connected? Do you use all the resources available to you in that moment of now to, to create a thought form that's going to have a powerful impact on the listening of the customer? And that comes out of your ability to control the timing of the speaking of your delivery, and nobody does that. They're too busy talking about what they think is really important rather than, gee, let me see if I can get the instrument which plays the music tuned before I start playing the music. And so yeah. the, the, the air that you breathe, the pause, is the tuning of the instrument that allows the more powerful speaking and a much more powerful listening. And you got the speaking and the listening down pat, you're you're able to sail through things that other people can't sail through. Now, talking of tuning, Alan, how important is practice in all of this? The analogy is a muscle. And if you exercise the muscle, the muscle will grow. If you don't exercise the muscle, the muscle will not grow. All right. What's the muscle? The muscle is the ability to stop, S-T-O-P, to stop. Stop what? Stop from being on the train of thought that you're on from the time you wake up in the morning to the time you go to bed at night, a constant train of thought. Deepak Chopra and Eckhart Tolle were talking on one of their podcasts, and they were saying 65,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day pass through the train station of your mind. Wow. And and 95% of those thoughts you had today are the same ones you'll have tomorrow and the same ones you'll have the next day. That's why everything looks the same all the time. 
because you're painting the same picture with the same thoughts each day. Right. But when you begin to manage the thoughts, you you, you, you create that spaces between the thoughts, then you can relax because you're not going to relax your body when you're speaking unless you have the thought and relax your body while you're speaking. If you don't have the thought, your body won't be relaxed. But most people, there's no timing. They don't have the thought, therefore their body is tense. And that is not a way you want to be in a sales situation with a physical body that is tense. And most people aren't even aware of their physical body because they're in their thoughts. But when you pause, you can regain control of your physical body. It only takes a second. And it's free. The space is free. There's no way. You, you know, you have power of the pause over there. I have power. It didn't. I don't own pause. You don't own that space. The space belongs to everybody. This is this is fascinating stuff, Alan. I've, you know, re- I think this is really, really great stuff. And I'm sure that everyone listening to this will be reflecting now on the way they do speak and the way they do their presentations and realising more than likely that they are, you know, bang, straight into that fourth gear and, and thinking now there's an opportunity to make this difference. So I'm going to ask you as we get towards the end of this recording, Alan, to share... And you might have done these. You might have just done one of them already. But a couple of tips that that people can take away and implement straight away. But if they want to find out more about you, where can they where can they do that? Best way would be the website acamindfulu.com. Mindful is m i n d f u l y o u dot com. Great stuff. Well, I'll put that. I'll put that in the show notes. And I think you. I think I'm right in thinking you run some advanced communication skills workshops. Do you want to say a little bit about those? Yes, we run workshops. We run virtual workshops around the world, and we run live workshops. We're starting to run live workshops. It's pretty exciting uh, because for the last two years we've been, you know, in the. Uh, virtual world, and we were able to produce the results in the virtual world because, amazing to say, pauses in the virtual world are the same pauses in the physical world. <laughs> so if you can practice in the physical world, you can practice in the virtual world, and all you got to tell people is to practice pausing when they speak. Um, and so we offer workshops, and on the website would have all the workshops. Uh, the next exciting workshop we're going to be doing is for uh, Amazon Web Services their headquarters building in 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 uh, Seattle, Washington. It looks like some science fiction building. <laughs> and it's just uh, really, to be there is pretty exciting because the, 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 the students, well, the students, there's a level, there's something there that's really exciting because the, the energy there is, is pretty exciting to work there. And so, and it's a transformation, public speaking, it's practice and you get coached for three days and, you go through the program, everything's videotaped, you get to see, you get the feedback, get the feedback from the coaches, and that's pretty that's, that's pretty great. We, and we do this around the world. Uh, have you got a couple of uh, tips, Alan, that we can end the show with, which listeners could go away and do straight away? You may have mentioned them already, but if you have, then it's worth re-emphasizing them. The, the, the ability to breathe, consciously breathing. Uh, see, you got you to be in your body to tell your body to breathe. Otherwise, your body's going to breathe automatically. So how many times a day? Just start with once a day. Make it easy for yourself. Take a deep breath. Just once a day. See if you can do it once a day. And then you start doing a little more often. And then you realize that 
you get 25% not consciously breathing. You got another 150% more power if you can take a deeper breath. And in, in speaking, the only way you're going to take a deeper breath is that if you control the pause. Because if you don't control the pause between the sounds, there's no, you can't breathe. You, you can't suck in air if, if there's no space between the sounds. But if you put a space or a pause, and now you can breathe. And that's just an advantage over the competition because the competition can't breathe and you're breathing in front of the customers. And that gives you a competitive advantage right there. Say what, Greta? Alan, that's fantastic. Thank you very much indeed for sharing all that. That's really, really, uh, you know, great stuff. And I'm sure listeners have got some, some really good, interesting stuff. And I hope now listeners go away and reflect on what you're doing and then follow Alan's advice and ideas because that will make a huge difference. Alan, once again, great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Trevor. So there we go. Practice that pause. It really is powerful. I mean, you'll have heard on other episodes of this podcast, if you're a regular listener, about how important the power of the pause actually is. There you go. It only needs to be a second or two. But it gives you a chance to, as Alan said, to control the timing. And very often when we're presenting, if we're a little bit nervous, we go too fast, particularly at the beginning, and, you know, remember, I think it was Brian Burkhart in one of the previous episodes said, you know, think about leaving your first slide on the screen for 75 seconds. And that gives you a time. And then when you when you do your introduction, do it very slowly. And as Alan said, start in that first or second gear. Don't start in fourth gear because no one's going to keep up with you. And that's an important thing as well. If you start too quickly, your audience won't keep up with you. Now, if you do like this episode, then please, you know, remember, you can press subscribe on your podcast app, and it means that every time we send an episode out, which is 7 a.m. UK time on a Monday, it will automatically appear in your podcast feed. If you would like to leave a review, that would be fantastic. All you've got to do is find the podcast on your podcast app, scroll down, and just leave a short review. That would be amazing, because that really makes a difference. And if I, and I, will, I keep an eye on the reviews, and I will definitely give you a shout-out if you would like one, if you give me a review. And if you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, if you've got something to contribute to the presentation and the sales environment, then come on the come on the podcast. You don't have to be a regular podcaster to be on this podcast. Okay, and particularly if you're just doing or you're planning to do your first ever presentation, maybe something like that, come and tell us what it was like and what you've learned and how you got over the line. And, you, you know, I'm looking, um, that would be great to have you on doing that sort of thing as well. And you'll be on a podcast. And it could be the first time you've ever been on a podcast. So, you know, I, I get a lot of people wanting to come on this podcast who are on podcast galore, and that's why I tend to be very selective. But I'm also looking to give people an opportunity to be a first-time podcaster. And don't forget, let me know how you'd like this podcast to sound to you in 2023. I've got an idea. Well, actually, I'll explain in a couple more episodes, but let's make that happen as well. So there we go. Thanks very much for listening. See you next time.